Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 163, air date August 22nd, 2017. All right, the events of last Saturday drew a crowd estimated around 40,000 people to the Boston Common, and they were there to protest a much smaller group. A few dozen speakers who gathered on the Parkman bandstand, they were there to celebrate freedom of speech, but was their own freedom of speech protected? My guest was one of those speakers. He's Dr. Shiva Ayadore, is a Republican candidate bidding to oppose U.S. Elizabeth, U.S. Senator Elizabeth Warren in 2018. First of all, thank you so much for coming Great, in. Thanks, for, thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. Okay, so let's talk about um, the event there. What was it like from your perspective? Oh, it was uh, very dramatic. You know, when we went in there, uh, uh, the, the idea was that in the Parkman bandstand, we were only given the ability for 100 people in the permit. And then the secondary circle, there was supposed to be press and our supporters. What was really unfortunate was the uh, administration, Baker, Walsh, whoever it was, gave clear commands to the police that no press was to be allowed and all of our supporters weren't allowed. So there were thousands of people of our supporters not allowed in there. So we were essentially stuck like a bird in a cage in the Parkman bandstand. So bottom line, the freedom of speech was violated by the current administration. Press was not allowed in there. It was extremely unfortunate, if not criminal. In your minds, what should have been done instead? What should have been done was the press should have been able to come in there, at minimum the press, and at uh, supporters, so they could have seen what was taking place. The reality was, you know, inside the gazebo, or the Parkman bandstand, you know, uh, uh, two non-denominational people spoke, smudged the place, very a loving type ceremony that they gave in honor of the woman that had passed on in Charlottesville. Then I gave the keynote speech, and then, you know, we left and there were other speakers. Within the Parkman Band Center, people from the Green Party, uh, people who supported Bernie Sanders. We, in fact, had uh, messages which said black lives do matter. You know, no to Monsanto, free speech. Our political spectrum was complete. What was unfortunate was what we understood was people outside who were holding Trump hats, flags were getting beaten up. No one attacked the sign that we had that said black lives do matter. The, uh, the racism and supremacy and fascism was actually outside. Let me ask you a question from a different perspective. If you're the mayor or the police commissioner or even the governor, and they say safety is number one, we wanted to get out of there with no one getting hurt. Can you understand from that perspective why certain things were done in your, in your mind? Well, here, here's the deal, right? The police did an amazing job. You know, the police and the 40 or 50 of us who went in there, we're the ones who risked our lives. Uh, you know, it was us against 40,000 people. The establishment politicians, what they did was absolutely, in my, my view, criminal because they made this uh, appear to be a Nazi, white supremacist rally. People characterized me as a Nazi and a white supremacist. And I think the politicians, post-Charlottesville, everyone was trying to one-up each other how much they were against racism. And we just have to look at the inner cities in Massachusetts, the opioid crisis, and we can actually see what career politicians have done. Not much. Did you ever feel that, that your life was in danger? Were you scared at all when you were there? Oh, yeah, we were all concerned, but that's what I'm saying. What took place with that small group that went in were in many ways true Americans. The reason that my parents left India, the oppressive caste system to come here, we stood up for one of the most important principles of the American Constitution, which was free speech. Inside that gazebo was people of all spectrums, and we stood up for that. Not slander or libel or defamation, which is not protected by the First Amendment, but the ability for people to converse. We also spoke about the fact that in this country, the academic elites have constrained 
the notion of what is acceptable. So they define white supremacists as the guys in the pillowcase hats or with swastikas, but there's a lot of other white supremacists. You know, in my talk, I also brought out Hillary Clinton. She's the one who called black children super predators. And I don't think they wanted the press to hear that. We expose a lot of the establishment Democrats who have a history. Carter said that we need to have, uh, you know, clean neighborhoods, you know, ethnically clean neighborhoods. Those two are white supremacists. And for some reason, the media and the establishment elites, the academics who are training those students, have limited that focus to a very finite sense of white supremacy. It's a narrowed discussion. If you could sum up for me the main point of your talk when you were speaking there uh, the other day, what was it? The talk, why are we here, and be the light. And the goal was we need to bring people together by supporting open discussion and open dialogue. The notion of a few set of people telling people these people are bad, these people are good, is anti-American, it's anti-scholarly, it's basically thinking everyone else is stupid. And we ended our talk with love, 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 and be the light. It was a unifying talk. It was a huge success. We uh, support the police who helped us. I am enraged by the administration who characterizes as a Nazi and a white supremacist event. They need to apologize. Dr. Shiva Ayodore, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you. Thanks very much for having us. Really appreciate it.